Well, good morning and welcome to church. It is so wonderful that you can be with us today. This is our second week in our series, Advent series, um, and Advent is that time of leading up towards Christmas, the four weeks leading to Christmas. So I want to ask you today, how are your preparations for Christmas going? Excellent. At least somebody's ready and on top of the world. Have you started to think about the gifts that you are giving? Or maybe you've even been hoping about some gifts that you may have been receiving or hoped to receive. Maybe you've even made a list or two to give out to people. Today I want to share with you uh, about preparing um, yourself, preparing yourself for Christmas, preparing yourself to allow Jesus into Christmas this year. I want to explore how John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus. How he prepared the way for Jesus for the world and what Jesus was to offer the world. But I also want us to explore what it means for us to prepare ourselves for Jesus' call upon our lives. See, the thing about Christmas is that we need to be awake to Jesus at Christmas rather than letting the world dictate what we pay attention to at Christmas time. So I want to start exploring with you what it means to have the perfect preparation for Christmas. Well, at least what the internet says. So let, let, me, let me just, you know, I, I love the way that they can produce lists of what is the perfect preparation for Christmas. And I, and I love how I can either check off things that, yeah, I've done that, or generally more on the case, no, I haven't done that at all. So here, here it is. So it starts at least two months before Christmas. So you've got to kind of get ready, two months before Christmas. Now, if you're starting at this point, we're probably late on the game as it is. So two months before Christmas, you need to set your Christmas budget. You need to create your gift list and start your gift research for those hard-to-find people and schedule in your family photo shoot. Have you done all of that? Okay, seven weeks coming into it, you know. The beginning of November, here we are. You've got to, and, you know, you, it's interesting because when you find these lists, they're often sponsored lists. They're, they're sponsored by companies that provide things so this company actually provides, believe it or not, greeting cards and cards and, you know, printing products. So guess what the next thing is? Create your holiday calendar. So do that. Order your online gifts so that you know you will get them in time for Christmas. Start planning your Christmas card. Six weeks before Christmas, here we go. Finalise your Christmas Day plans. How many people have finalised their Christmas Day's plans? Excellent, fantastic, I love it, I love it. You're going overseas, aren't you? There you go, no wonder, so there you go. Create your Christmas card list, those who you're going to write it to. Five weeks before Christmas, getting this countdown. Take an audit of your Christmas decorations. Check what you've got so that you can go out and buy any more if you need it or if you've got a hole there or maybe you've left up the... Fairy lights over all the year, and you realise what happens when you do that. They don't work the next year. So you've got to go and get some water, fill it in, you know. Check you've got wrapping paper. 
order your holiday Christmas cards. Four weeks before Christmas, we're getting there. Shop in the Black Friday sales and the Cyber Monday sales because they're always a bargain. You know, buy those extra gifts that you may need. Stock up on batteries. Post out international gifts and communicate your Christmas party details to those that need to know about it. And get the Christmas tree if you're doing a live Christmas tree kind of thing. You know? Three weeks before Christmas. I think that's about where we are at now. And now so, so have you done all of that leading up to this time? Are you got there? No. So three weeks before Christmas, clean the house. Who's done that this week? Okay, there's some good people. Give out your advent calendars. We actually did that last week to the church, so we were ahead of time, gave out our advent calendars. Um, put up the decorations. Actually, we're right on target here. We put up the... Well, at least I didn't. Annette did. Uh, put up the Christmas decorations. And Caitlin, I think... Did Caitlin give a hand? No, it was just, it was just Annette. Just Annette, so... Um, put up the decorations. Enjoy some Christmas activities. Now, I've heard a couple of people going to Christmas shows and Christmas bits and pieces that are doing. Plan your Christmas Day photo. So, in other words, when you get up in the morning, you've got to have that family photo in your new Christmas get-up. Have you planned that yet? Mail out your Christmas cards to those people just in Australia, not overseas. Two weeks before Christmas, it's, it's getting close, it's getting close. Plan the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day menu. So have you planned your food yet? Order any special food that you might need for Christmas. Display the holiday Christmas cards that you start receiving because you've been sending them out to everybody. One week before Christmas. Here we go. It's getting close, isn't it? We, we're almost prepared for Christmas. Do the big Christmas grocery shop. Hang up your stockings. Begin cooking for Christmas. In Christmas week, wrap the presents Make your Christmas music playlist. Clean the house again. There you go. Charge your camera so you can have those perfect Christmas Day photographs. Now, I don't know about you, but are you tired thinking about all of those? <laughs> are you tired about all of those preparations you've got to do in order to have the perfect Christmas? You know, here's the thing. I think it's so much fun having a look at these things to think about how well you do or how badly you do or what things you think are important and what you don't. And it's sometimes really good to have a laugh that, you know, you get worked up about all of this. But I want to say this, no wonder people get stressed at Christmas time when this is the perfect preparation for Christmas. About making sure you're looking good, about making sure you've got all of the right things, about you've created the perfect music, you've got the outfits to wear, you've bought presents for people, you've posted stuff... All of those things, no wonder people get stressed at Christmas. They get wrapped up, no real pun intended there, wrapped up in trying to make the perfect Christmas and forget the actual preparation that you need to do that really matters. And that's preparing the way of Jesus in your life. So I'm going to share with you from the Gospel of Matthew, from Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through to 12. And in it here we have the story of John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus. So this is part of our, the, the Advent readings for, for this time of year, so the leading up to Christmas. We have this reading that talks of John the Baptist that prepares the way for Jesus to come and then baptises him. 
So I want to share with you. So Matthew 3, verses 1 through to 12. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Notice what he's, he's saying. He, he came preaching. Part of preparing the way is that you're telling about God's coming into the world, God's kingdom. And he also challenged people to change their behaviour, to repent of his sins and turn towards God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, Here's a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hairs and he wore a leather belt round his waist. Um, for food he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptised them in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptise, he denounced them and he said, You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. You warn, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe for we're descendants of Abraham. Notice, notice that he says, don't just bank on the basis that the community we live in, the fact that we were born into here, has saved us. There's more to this. And that's so true for each and every one of us. There's more to this than just the family we grew up in, with the world we live in. It is about us preparing the way for Jesus in our lives. It's about us saying yes to Jesus again. He goes on to say, That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now an axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptise you with water, those are baptised with water, those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming, that is Jesus, someone is coming who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not worthy even to, to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire and he is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. And then he will clean up the threshing floor, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. So in other words, there is a time, a time for you to actually make a decision. John was never a nice person. He was always prophetic and put it out there and said, this is what we need to do. We actually need to make a choice, make a decision. And Jesus is going to come and he is going to baptise you with the Holy Spirit upon there. John was preparing the way. He was preparing those people there for hearing the message of God once again. He was preparing for Jesus to be baptised. He was baptised there in the River Jordan. He was preparing the way. He was getting the world ready. He did it through preaching, about telling about God and calling them to turn away from their sins and turn towards God, to repent. He was preparing for Jesus to come. See, John called for repentance, and repentance is that change of heart about our life's direction. That's about turning away from what has driving us for driving us away from God and turning towards God. That is repentance, saying no to this and moving towards God, moving to a new life, to a new beginning. Jesus came that we may have life and have it 
to the full and bring us back towards God. This reminds me of John 10, verse 10, which is one of the reasons why Jesus came. He said this, I have come that you may have life, and that is life everlasting, life here now, life to its full, not life ebbing away because I've bought the latest stuff, but life that God can only give. Jesus came that we may be reconciled back into the kingdom of God. Jesus came to remove our sins. We need to accept that. So to prepare the way for Jesus this Christmas is to repent, is to turn away from that which is driving us away from God, which is drawing us away from God. Is causing us to live a particular way, a certain lifestyle. Jesus came that we may have that life and have it to the fullest. In order to do that, we need to turn towards Jesus yet again. We need to turn towards God. See, we spend all this time preparing for the celebration of Christmas. We spend all this time and money and effort doing this. We decorate. And I actually do really love decorations, Christmas decorations. You know, I love how Annette has actually decorated our house. And if you haven't already realised, we love decorating Christmas time and, you know, lights pop out, Christmas trees come up and all these kind of things come out. I love that time because not only do we do that, but it also allows us to express the joy that we have at Christmas time and the joy that we have that's founded in Christ. Not the joy that we have that we're going to get something, something you know, given to us through family, friends, gifts that are given, but through God's gift to us in the birth of Jesus. I love how we, you know, spend time thinking about what we are going to buy people and what might be of worth and worth of value. You have to say, I'm, I'm really late in the buying stakes. Um, they're not really prepared yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, you know, when we, when we think and when I think about gifts, I want them to have meaning. I want them to have purpose. I don't want it just because it's the latest, the greatest or whatever. I want it to have value. And see, when we prepare the way for Jesus in our life to come and change our life and lead our life, it is about God giving us a gift with purpose, with direction, with importance. I don't know about you, but, and you may, have, you may have gathered this, I do like cooking. Um, and I do like preparing the Christmas meal and Christmas day meal with family and friends. And I, I love looking up new recipes. You know, there's always this argument that we kind of have. That it's, it's not a bad argument. It's an argument that we have in our household. And whether we're going to try something new this year or we've got to go back to the traditional things that we've always had as we've grown up, guess where I sit? I sit on the new side. I want to look up that latest recipe. I want to try something new. Some of the family that we have is a little bit more, well, we, we have, this is Christmas. We have it like this. But I love the cooking. I love the new things. I love to experiment and bring something new. Maybe if you've sat in Christmas, that thinking about Santa and the gifts and everything else that you can have, maybe it's, something t- maybe it's time for you to try something new. 
and let Jesus be the centre of your Christmas celebration. Maybe it's about reaching to that new thing for you. So how do we turn towards Jesus this Christmas? Prepare our hearts. We prepare them in prayer. We prepare them by reading the Bible, by reminding of the great love of God. And last week, and we've still got some this week as well, we, we gave out Advent calendars. Now, Advent calendars that aren't the open a window and pop out a block of chocolate or whatever it might be inside of that, counting down to a Santa picture or whatever it might be. The Advent calendar that we've give, we're giving you is one to help prepare you by telling the Christmas story from the Bible, to help remind you and reflect upon the story of Christmas. So we do that. That's how we prepare our heart, how we let Jesus Christ become part of Christmas this year. Are we preparing the way for Jesus in our life? Are we preparing the way in our life? Are we willing to wake up to Jesus' call upon our life yet again? I love Isaiah 40 verse 3 because it actually helps us understand what it means to prepare. And it says, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight, straight in the desert a highway for our God. Maybe today you are thinking about how can I prepare a way for God in my life? How can I prepare a way for God in my life? You know, we, we, we have life that is complicated and difficult. Maybe what we need to do is make a straight path in our own lives where God can work in there. Not add in other bits and pieces but pair back and let God's love and care made real in Jesus Christ be made known again today. I want to say this, no matter if you've done the perfect Christmas presentation, your preparation, you've, you've ticked off every item on the, the list, the house is perfect, everything else, if you've done that, guess what? Jesus is still born and Jesus has still come to provide your saving grace for you. If you haven't done the Christmas, perfect Christmas preparation, and you haven't done all of these, whether you bought gifts or haven't bought gifts, guess what? Jesus still came as a baby so that we can have the life-giving relationship with God yet again. It doesn't matter the peripheral things. It matters what God has done. That Jesus came so that we may have life and life to the full. So that we may be restored, restored back into God's family. This Christmas, may it be a time of restoration for you once again. Let's pray. A gracious, loving God, I just give you thanks for today. I give you thanks for your word. I give you thanks that you challenge us. You challenge us to prepare our hearts for you again this year. Prepare our hearts so that we may focus upon your birth, your life, your teaching, your ways, and what you did ultimately, so that we may be restored back into your, into the loving grace of our, our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord, I ask that today that you may 
Awaken us to your call, Jesus, upon our lives. I pray this in your holy name. Amen.